Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boys, John Lee. Oh, and Jack Coughlin. And welcome to another episode of Courtside, Eclipse Nation podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Norman Powell's injury, recap the Clippers' impressive 3 and one stint in their last four games, and throw down the next weekly wager. But first, please enjoy our interview with a very special guest. He is competing in the three-point contest at NBA All-Star, Clipper favorite, Luke Kennard. All right. First, Luke, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this. Uh, you've been having a great season so far, and it's brought you up to this point. So first question I got to ask you is, who's your biggest threat in tonight's Mountain Dew three-point contest? Um, ooh, there's, there's a lot of good players tonight. Uh, but I mean, first off, I'm just excited to, to be a part of the Mountain Dew three-point contest. I mean, it's been a dream of mine to, to be a part of something like this. I grew up watching these events. Um, and to be a part of it, you know, something special and to be back home in Ohio um, means a lot. So I'm excited about that. But I don't know there's a lot of a lot of tough competitors out there tonight. I know that they're going to be coming like coming after just just as hard as I am. And, uh, you know, maybe we might throw a little trash talk out there with each other and uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm going for myself as a favorite. You know, I'm, I'm competitive, so I'm, I'm going to go try to win it. We're going for you as the favorite, too. Just want to let you know. <laughs> Hey, you're the Vegas you. favorite, so we're hoping we're hoping for you to okay. out for us. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I gotta ask. Probably the highlight of the year for you, maybe even the whole team, is that Wizards comeback where you're down 35, you make that comeback, and you hit the deep bomb of a three, and then the four point play back to back to win it. Which was Clipper fans, I know we were screaming our heads off at home watching it. What was going through your head during that <laughs> unbelievable sequence? Um, I mean, it was definitely one of the craziest games I've ever been a part of. Um, I mean, we were down, what, 30, 35, you know, one of the highest comebacks in NBA history. So uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, we just took it a little bit uh, at a time. And uh, when it got down to the, the final few plays, um, I knew I had to get up a, a deep three um, there towards the end. So I threw it up there and ended up going in. Um, and that gave us a chance. And then once we once we got we, we turned them over, um, coach called the play to come to me. So I knew I was getting the last shot, and I knew I had to try to find a way to get it up. Uh, we thought they were going to foul, but it came in late, and I was able to get one off, and it went in. And it was it was it was just a crazy time. I don't even know what was going on at that that moment in time, but it was a lot of fun. Definitely one of my the highlights of my career. Yeah, I love your reaction after the four-point play. You got all hype, but then you kind of focused in for the free throw. Like the camera cut to your face, and you were back to serious mode to hit that free throw. Yeah, man, I was, uh, I was, I was. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little nervous about about that free throw. <laughs> so I was like, okay, just calm down. I still got to make the free throw. Like we didn't win yet. We still, I still got to make the free throw. But um, I'm like, you know what? This free throw has to go in, just with everything that's been going on. So cash it in and we got out of there with the win. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. Luke, uh, it seems like everyone on this team really genuinely gets along and wants each other to succeed. Uh, how much do you attribute that to how well you guys are doing without Kawhi and PG? Yeah. I mean, um, we have a good group, man, like a good group of guys that really like each other and really have fun with each other. And, you know, I think even last year we dealt with injuries like in and out all year and guys stepped up. And I think like that from last year, it 
kind of built a lot of confidence in guys and um, allowed guys to get better. And it just, it's showing this year even more. Um, I mean, myself included, I feel like I'm having a, a pretty good year and, you know, we're having a, uh, we're, we're enjoying it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's been an up and down year a little bit. I mean, we're, we, we've won 30 games, um, which, which is big. And uh, we, we lost some really close games that we feel like we could have won. Um, but, you know, just credit to our, our entire team and, and coaches just trusting in each other and continuing to, to learn and, um, and just, just have fun with it. But it is going to be really fun when, uh, when those guys get back, uh, when, whenever that is. Um, we're definitely looking forward to it, but I think it's when those guys come back, it's just going to take us up, obviously, an entire different level um, in a good way. So uh, we're excited about it, but it's been a good year um, and, and a lot of fun with the group that we have. Totally. And you said you've been having a great year this year, which is absolutely true. How has your confidence changed from that first game you played with the Clippers uh, last year to, to where you're at now, getting buckets for us? Yeah, I mean uh, – you know, anytime you get traded to a new team, I mean, it was my first time getting traded, obviously, um, but it's it's different. I mean, it's an adjustment. You got to try to figure out, you know, what your role is and um, you got to learn everybody, learn a new system, um, you know, coaches, teammates. There's, there's just so many things you got to learn. So um, it was definitely a process just getting comfortable with everybody and trying to figure it out. But um, I think, you know, I had some, some big moments last year as well, and uh, I learned a lot. And then this year, um, just having that mentality of just doing what I do and just what, uh, what, uh, what my role is, just scoring the ball, shooting the ball, and being really aggressive offensively. So um, that's just kind of been my mentality and uh, just going into the year, um, not knowing what, you know, what was going to happen, just, just have fun with it and uh, continue to just to be a good teammate and a, a true professional and um, just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... This year, I think we've seen a jump, but it doesn't really seem like you're doing anything that's out of your comfort zone. I feel like you work really hard off ball to get your shots. Uh, Ty Lue runs a lot of sets for you, uh, but you've also shown the ability to work a screen, um, create your own shot off the dribble. So my question is, should Ty Lue give you the keys to the offense for the second unit and kind of unleash you and give you more more on-ball responsibilities? Um, I mean... I mean, T. T. has been great. I mean, he's been great. I mean, even since the start of training camp this year, like we'd be in drills. And if I turned down any type of shot, like with just a little bit of space, he'd pull me out of the drill and like, he wouldn't let me play. So he just like early on, he really built some, some trust or, or like some confidence um, in me to just to be aggressive and, and shoot the ball. So that definitely helped me from the start of the year. I mean, until now. And um, once I got comfortable in games, just, shooting difficult shots. I mean, that was another thing I worked on this offseason was like crazy different footwork coming off screens, working on different types of shots um, that were pretty difficult um, because as a shooter, you attract a lot of attention and guys don't try to like leave your body that much. So um, getting as much space as you can is really important. So it's, it's something that I, that I worked on and, um, and, you know, I have fun with, with what we're doing now. I mean, T. Lou is always trying to learn and trying to, to add new things to our offense and, um, you know, we're, we're right there with him. We trust, we trust in him and what he's done. I mean, he's obviously one of the best coaches in the NBA and it's, it's fun to play uh, for a guy like that. Were there any other coaches on the coaching staff or uh, any players on the team in specific that have really helped you in uh, gaining confidence or, or playing better or whatever it is? Everybody, man. I mean, anytime I uh, pass up a shot, like, I mean, I feel like I hear it from everybody. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get to the point where, you know, it, 
it kind of not, not annoys me, but you know what, like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not passing up any more shots. So, I mean, this last game that we just had, I mean, I felt like I was pulling up from like almost half court a couple of times, like where, where I was, where I was catching the ball and just letting it go. But that's, that's what they want me to do. Uh, maybe not half court, but like, you know, uh, not half court, but you can pull from half, half court. court, but you know, a couple feet behind they're, they're cool with. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just my mentality. I mean, the, my teammates, coaches, they, they trust in me and um, they, they'll never get mad for shots that we take. That's right. the, the only thing they get mad at. They tell us, like, if you don't play hard, don't, you know, you, you can't, you, you have to have effort. And that's, that's just, has been our mentality. We, we don't care about missing shots. Um, you know, you're going to have off on and off nights. So um, we just got to focus on what we can, can control. And uh, that's about it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how much time we have. I'll just close out with this. Oh, what are some of your goals to end this season? Um, I mean, we're going to take this, this all-star break just to, you know, kind of get a little rest and recovery. Um, but then we, we told each other, you know, after our game in Houston, like we, we want to come back and hit the ground running. Like we want to come back and, and start winning some games, maybe put together some, some streaks, um, some winning streaks and, um, we know we have some some difficult opponents coming up, but we just want to take it game by game um, and just continue to grow, you know, with the with the group we have. Um, we just want to uh, continue to, to work together and have just have fun with it. And uh, we want to win. We want to obviously we want to be in the playoffs. And, you know, if somehow uh, some of our players can get back um, from injuries, you know, that would be a huge boost. But um, with what we have right now, our, our goal is to make it in the playoffs and, and just go as far as, as we can. And uh, But game by game, like I said, we just want to, like I said, get, get some wins and uh, just continue to enjoy what we got going on. I'm good? Thank you so much, yep. Luke. I think, yeah, I think of course. we're good. I appreciate you coming on. We're yeah. huge fans of you, so keep up what you're doing. Thank you, man. Good luck. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to that very special interview. We hope to have. And thank you, Luke. Yes. Thank you, Luke. We put a lot of money in you, bud. Don't let us down. <laughs> anyway, let's Jack, let's recap the past few games. Uh, let's start off with the Dallas game that Norman Powell did not play in because he suffered a fractured medial sesamoid bone in his left foot. But Nonetheless, the team did not need him as the uh, Clippers still won 99-97. Reggie Jackson had 24 points and 8 assists. Marcus Morris had 20 on 9 of 18 shooting. Terrence Mann had 21 points and 9 rebounds and was just great in those past two games. So, Jack, between that game and the game before, what's really stood out to you uh, from that uh, home-and-home? Oh, it's not a home-and-home, is it? Between those two games in Dallas. (laughs) <laughs> yes well the adjustments on Luca were great I thought Ty Lu just got super creative and started throwing different players on him each time down he was he was just matching up Zubak right away onto Luca, which was I feel like everyone was shocked to see that we, we thought he'd get creative but we didn't know he'd get that creative but it was smart because usually in that uh, first game Dallas would run sets to get Zubak onto Luca, then Luca would you know do his magic and, and score but when Zubak's on him right away they're like wait we don't even need to run sets but then they're just running ISO ball every single possession. Luca's not even passing it. He's just doing ISO. And so it kind of messed them up a little bit and had them a little bit confused. So I thought that was pretty smart. And in the first three quarters, 
Clippers did a solid job on Luca. He wasn't getting, uh, you know, to to his spots as much, and he he was we were forcing a lot of turnovers on him, uh, especially in that third quarter. The defense was really really well. Fourth quarter, he he definitely had his way though. He went off in that fourth quarter to to lead them back and and make it a super close game. But the first three quarters, th- those were the ones to be happy about. Uh, but yeah, Reggie did great, especially at the end there. He had a, a big big straight like five point play on one possession where he, he scores an and one, misses the free throw, and then hits a three. Morris also did great. And something about Luca, it, ju- it just unlocks Terrence Mann. They they out there infamous beef that dates back to to their first time ever playing each other in the the preseason, I believe, or or the summer league, whatever it was. And so he went off for 21 points and nine rebounds. I was happy to see that. Super stressful ending. Luca gets the ball off the inbound and Reggie just kind of leaves him. There was kind of a defensive miscommunication, but he was super far back. So he takes a dribble in and then still does a step back, but luckily it air balls and we were able to secure the victory on that great Saturday night. And we could all go to sleep happy. Yeah. Um, I, I did like that strategy with zoo on Luca. I thought that really threw them off their sets. He even noted it in the post game before that, but first Jack, what's the, um, I'm drawing a blank. What's the, uh, where's that place you go where you see the animals? You know what I'm talking about? It's uh, uh, the zoo. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And then what's that? What do you call like a machine, but it's like a human. It's like, it's like the Will a Smith robot. Movie. Yes. So what's like the first word I said, and then the second part of that second word you said. Zubat. Yes. <laughs> One day you'll learn. Anyway. Masterpiece. Yeah. Yes, it was a great game. Uh, I love seeing Terrence Mann out there. He's a dog. He was picking up Luca. Uh, he was making plays. He was aggressive downhill. That trade deadline, I think, really set him uh or set a light under him. I think he's uh feeling the opportunity is there for him to take that back a point guard spot. I still think the Clippers need one, but He's gonna be, uh, he's gonna be really good developmentally. Oh, sorry, I can't talk. Developmental okay. wise, um, from that move. So shout out to Terrence. But ever since that trade, he's been on a heater lately, and just a lot of great effort plays, like a lot of confidence. He's really sure about his decisions. So shout out to him. Let's carry that over into the Warriors game where he had 25 points, seven rebounds, and six assists. Steph kind of exploded in the first half. He had 33 on the game. Reggie also had 19 points, nine assists, and eight rebounds. Um, in my opinion, I it was a good win. I don't know if it was a hangover from the Super Bowl from the Warriors that affected their play, but I, I kind of looked at those two games, the Dallas and Warriors games, as the Terrence Mann uh, like standout of the season. What's your opinion on that Warriors game or Terrence Mann as a whole? Yeah, that was a great game. I had to rewatch it. I wasn't able to watch it live, sadly, but I was able to rewatch it. And that's why we sometimes exactly that, that people on Twitter have let me know that I am indeed a curse, but I still think it's a myth, but T man. Oh my goodness. Late in that third quarter in that fourth quarter, he was just able to get any shot he wanted. He was going to that mid range pull up, hitting threes, taking it all the way. The Warriors certainly lack size, especially without uh, Draymond. So when they were going small and taking out Kevon Looney, it's only 
uh, Bielitsa in the paint there. So he was abusing that and just getting to the paint at ease. And, you know, that's kind of one of the Warriors' main flaws. So it was good to see us exploit that. Certainly missing Draymond on that game. But, I mean, we miss Kawhi and PG every single game. And then now we miss Norman Powell every game. So it was just a great team effort, though. I feel like all these wins we get without Kawhi and Paul George, it's just, you know, there's a – it's varied scoring. It's not just one guy doing everything. It's usually numerous guys. And, yeah, Terrence Mann, amazing, 25 points, seven rebounds, six assists. But even Reggie chipped in the 19 points, nine assists, and eight rebounds. It's just great team wins whenever, whenever we get one of these. So I was really happy to see that. And yeah, Terrence, man, some that Dallas game must have just woken him up because he's he's been putting on a show every game for us now. Yeah, T Man was also a plus twenty five, only second to Reggie, who was a plus twenty seven. But yeah, I think I don't know if point guard is the position for him, but he's. I remember I think Doc Rivers said when he played Terrence at the point, I he said right now he's just a basketball player, and I think that's the right description for him because he's to me he's a two and a three and has like the hustle uh to get offensive rebounds and rebound like a four so i don't know if you can put him in a box i think we see improvement with him every season uh he's what i like about him is that he still has that pull up uh his mid-range i don't really like the step back off one leg but he he has hit it a couple of times but the thing we i think as fans love seeing is that he's being decisive He's shooting with confidence, no hitch, uh, no thinking, no hesitation. Even in the Utah series, uh, he would hesitate a little bit, even in his best game. But I think this development, this is the most, this is what Clipper fans, I think, thought they were going to get from him to start this season. And it took, it took some time, it took, what, like 60 or 50-something games to get there. But better late than never. And shout out T-Man, that's, that's just a great way to get on. And shout role. out to his mom on Twitter. Yeah, his mom's great. Yeah, yeah, she's a coach too, so I know she's on him too. So, also shout out Reggie. I think Reggie in the past few games has just been a great playmaker for them. He's that people keep saying they want a true point guard, but I think Reggie's Reggie's there. Like he he makes plays. It is flaws are a little more in the spotlight with no stars around him, and. The team has enough depth for when the stars do come back that you don't have to play him. But I think Reggie is still the true barometer of this team's success. Um, totally. Yeah, he, he can operate a pick and roll. He's catch and shoot. He can hit tough shots, contested threes. Um, I I don't really care sometimes when he gets uh, like blown by or something on defense because he's gassed clearly every time I see him play. And you could tell that he's just carrying a heavy load. But that's kind of what I want to lead into with this Suns game. I In that fourth quarter, it kind of felt like they couldn't take him out because they didn't have a point guard to really stabilize that offense. And so Ty Lue had to play the entire fourth. I don't think he was that bad. He was a plus two. He had 14 points, but he was seven of 26. But he also had eight assists. I don't disagree with him, with Ty Lue taking him out in the fourth. Even if they think the shooting cost them the game, they kind of had no choice to keep him in there so someone can make plays. Um, but that Phoenix loss, in which the Clippers lost 103-96, to Marcus Morris had 23 points on 10 of, 10 of 17 shooting. 
Nico Batum at 18 points. Um, and we saw some nice quick release threes from Nico. seems like he really comes out when the Clippers play some real contenders. Uh, Jack, what's your opinion on Reggie Jackson on these past few games and his importance to this team? Yeah, you know, he's, he's doing all his, all that he can. You know, he's putting in 100% effort, and he's and he's been doing well. Of course, in that fourth quarter against the Suns, he played the whole quarter, and towards the end, you could tell he was getting a little tired. He still did a couple big shots. He had a big floater, a big layup. But, uh, yeah, he had a couple lazy turnovers, and then, you know, it's tricky defensively too, especially when you're tired. And, and Chris Paul was just – he was putting on a show down the stretch, as he usually does. And then also just real quick, that Nico Batum quick release three where he just doesn't even dip the ball. He catches it above his head and just throws it up and it goes in. That was unbelievable. Like that's ridiculously difficult, especially for NBA three. So love you, Nico. Thank you for giving us that, that special highlight for basketball junkies that, you know, most people wouldn't really understand, but yeah. And then also Marcus Morris, I thought he was great. 23 points, 10 to 17 shooting. Some people were getting on him for his defense, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's not like every player is perfect. Some, sometimes just no, no one can be perfect. So he's, he's putting on these buckets, but it's, it's like, we're not expecting him to be Kawhi Leonard on defense or anything. So it's, you got to keep that in mind, but he's going to get you those buckets on the other end. And that's, that's what he does for us. So I was happy to see that, but yeah, Reggie, we all know who he is Um, without the guys, without Kawhi and PG, Sometimes he's off, sometimes he's on. But with Kawhi and PG as, you know, being the guy behind them, we see it. We saw it in the playoffs. We saw what he can do. And, and that's the Reggie that we're, we're holding on to hope for, for hopefully when those guys come back. Yeah. One more thing on Marcus Morris. The types of shots he was making that game, to go 10 of 17 is kind of ridiculous. If you just look at what he did, like uh, I think the Jay Crowder, the one over Jay Crowder in the left corner where he, his dribble was dead. And he had to do a couple turnarounds and he did a fadeaway was like one of them, but. Oh yeah. Think, he loves contested shots. Yeah. He's, it, he's it's he's, unreal. He's power forward. J.R. Smith at this yeah. point. Like, and then Reggie is point guard. J.R. Smith at this point. No, no, no. I don't. Is he? He like he likes those contested bailout shots, like in the playoffs too. Okay, the bailout ones, yeah. I I think I think he loves the bailouts, but I think yes, in a regular yeah. half court set, he won't just shoot a contested three because he wants to shoot a contested. Okay, three. so but. he likes like the end. He likes the end of shot clock, just grenades. You just get it tossed to you, and you got to throw up something. Yeah, that man. makes sense. That's why he's big government. Shout out Fly by Night, newest Clips Nation. Oh yeah, member. welcome to Clips Nation, Russo, Justin yeah. Russo. Yes. Um, but yeah, that Suns game, uh, really, it's pr- still pretty cool how they were in that game. Uh, given that the Suns are the hottest team in the NBA right now and are a favorite to win. So that's, that's great to see from those guys. And then sometimes you can't just stop a, a great team like that, especially Booker did well, but that team's just a unit. So it's encouraging to see them keep up with them, even without Norman Powell, Kawhi PG. So that was really encouraging. Let's go on to this Rockets win, the 142-111 thrashing. Ooh, 142. Say that again, John. The 142-111 thrashing Ooh, of the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Um, Low-key, was I was pretty disengaged from this game from the start. Uh, the Terrence man dunk woke me up a little bit. Uh, 
it's good to see the guys get into rhythm or like stay in rhythm. Marcus Morris at 27. But I think the story was Luke Nard, who had 25 points. Oh, he is ready for that three point. Yes. Contest. On a career high eight of nine from three, right before the all star break. This is the day, I think it's the day or two days after he was shown as a favorite on the betting lines to win the contest. And I think even after this game, it's going up even higher. So, man, I know what you, you should do with your money. Uh, Jack, is there anything oh, you I'm would all take, in. Is there anything you would take away from this game? It, it doesn't seem like much because the Rockets are a 15-win team. I really don't know. Uh, I don't think coaches even, like, go over these types of games. I don't know if they go over film. But is there anything you would take away from this game other than it's just, like, a good team win, way to not lose fa- focus right before the break? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's obviously not, uh, you know, as much as other games like the Warriors win and the Dallas win, but you got to play who's in front of you. And to win by 30 without Kawhi, Paul George, and Norman Powell is still pretty unbelievable no matter who you're playing. And this team without Kawhi and PG has not had a lot of blowout wins at all. Usually they're getting blown out and they come back or it's a down to the wire or you win by like seven or eight or nine. But we won by 31. This was just a blowout cruise control victory. We got up early and we just we kept playing and we held the lead and extended it even more, especially late in that third quarter. And oh my God, Luke Kennard was just letting it fly from anywhere this game. He he was just treating it like a warm-up for the three-point contest. He wasn't caring about playing team ball, this, that, and nah. He was just warming up. This was just they texted him. They're like, hey, we got a warm-up three-point contest tonight. Don't even worry about playing. Just just get a good warm-up in. So he's ready. He's ready. And, yeah, Marcus Moores, again, continuing his consistent play with 27 points. So, yeah, just a great team win, just showing that this team, without our main guys, they're finding their consistency. They're not just having to crawl and scratch away to to get these wins, comebacks. Um, They're just – winning blowouts now like we don't have to come back we don't have to go down to the wire we're just we can just be in cruise control for a whole game but yeah maybe the rockets were just kind of in la ready for all-star weekend trying to get out of this one but you got to just place in front of you so i was proud i was proud of the team to, to handle this one easily yeah and then the next four games are kind of weird it's uh lakers on the 25th on a friday then you got houston on sunday houston again on tuesday and then lakers again on thursday uh we'll go uh deeper into the laker game a little bit later but it's good to get that first win i think when you blow out a team like that it can kind of give you a little mental lapse in the next time you play them and then even after that you got to play them a third time so and it's not even like you're playing a playoff team you got you're playing a team that's in the lottery so you have to really t- uh keep your focus so i think it'll be a good test for them as far as your your discipline yeah, teams with nothing to lose, like the Rockets, like yeah, they, they can just no play pressure, free. So yeah, they can play never free, know Jalen Green yeah. or Kevin Porter, someone on the team, Christian Wood, they could just explode and go off one game. Um, but how about that Reggie double ankle breaker where he sends uh was it Garrison Matthews I think into into the other his other his teammate and they just both fall on the ground. Yeah, I was surprised ESPN posted that too. Usually they're not with. Yeah, that. they don't show us too much love. Must have been a slow, slow. Uh sports day for them but yeah yeah it was garrison matthews into into christian wood and they just both hit the deck yeah that's a good vibe check win and then oh i think the most interesting thing about that game was pat beverly sitting courtside i don't know oh yeah how did we forget to touch on that a true courtside clip like oh what what a guy banger what a guy wearing a a visa zubats's like triple xl jersey 
that's the best part about that. He wore a Zubas jersey. Like, what a guy, man. Clearly didn't fit him. Just, he, could, he couldn't have asked him for what? What do you think, Pat? In XL? Like, can you just ask for that? But, man, that, that's so awesome to see the man that changed the culture uh, totally. on All-Star break. Literally, the Clippers are most likely going to play them in the play-in. And this man is coming to the team that uh, that trusted him, that gave him the contract extension, that loved him when he changed the culture. That's probably one of the main reasons why PG and Kawhi joined. Um, he comes back in Rusama. I think that's the best. To me, I it may be a fa- more of a fan of me that took that away more than the actual game itself. But I thought that was really awesome to see. And it's going to be a tough stretch uh, coming or no, it's not going to be a tough stretch. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens after this because the next time the Clippers play on the 25th, Paul George would have had his MRI on the 24th. So by the time we have our next episode with you guys, we could have some substantial Paul George news. And maybe, I don't know if that affects Kawhi potentially returning too. We don't know. We'll have more for you guys on that one next week. But for right now, let's take a quick break and then we'll go into our weekly wager right when we come back. All right, guys, and we're back. And since me and Jack have really enjoyed this segment, we're going to come back with another weekly wager. This time, we are going to talk the Laker game and put some stakes on it. And I lost the last one, so I got I to gotta, I gotta clutch up with this one. Yeah, but we're one one because I lost the I lost the very first one that Marcus Morris yeah. would be traded. Not that so I wanted to traded. I just thought I was close to winning the Luca one though. Like he didn't get to over thirty until late in that fourth quarter, and then he just skyrocketed even more points. But yeah, for it, I was like feeling good for a little bit, especially that first half. I was like, this is this is possible, but no, nah, he definitely got over thirty that game. No, I think this is good. I think this will help our gambling addictions. So perfect. We yeah. love that. We do. Yeah. So the next time the Lake or I'm sorry, the Clippers play will be the Lakers next Friday. Uh on the 25th. The Lakers will be the home team. They're not gonna have AD. He has a midfoot sprain. Uh he'll be out for a little bit. So the wager for Jack and I this game will be who will have more points on the Clippers? Reggie. Or Marcus Morris? Who do you want, Jack? I got to take Marcus Morris. He's had more points than Reggie against the Lakers the last two games. He's been on a little hot streak here. I am nervous because Reggie will have those games where he just explodes and he'll get more than Morris. So I'm a little nervous, but AD being out, I do think helps uh, Morris's case here. So I'm, I'm sticking with my boy, Mook. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go deeper and counter you with I think because AD is out that they're going to focus on Morris even more at that four matchup because he's technically, in my opinion, he's technically the primary scorer for the team. So I believe that's going to open up more opportunities for Zoo, T-Man, Nico, Amir Coffey, uh, Reggie, etc. And I think that Reggie is going to get his I also think he's going to be high in assist too. I'm expecting a big game from Reggie next week. How much you want yeah. to put on it? Ooh, what did we do last time? 15 or 20 or 10? We did 10. We can't be doing 20, bro. We, we're not like that. Okay, you may be like that. I'm not middle. like that. <laughs> should we go in the middle at 15? 
Uh, oh, we can do 10 again. We can do 10. Let's again do 10. Let's do 10. I'm a broke boy. Okay. I yeah. feel like if it was points, rebounds, assist altogether, I might. Oh, take no. Reggie, you're going but... Reggie. You're going Reggie all the way if that's what it is. I also think Reggie's yeah. going to ride on the high of uh, his game winner against them, or the Lakers are going to be more focused on it because of that. It can go <laughs> either way, but I'm going to go with okay. Mr. June, big government. I'm still, I'm feeling good about Mook. I'm feeling good. I yeah. He, I think he's been great lately. So we'll see. Uh, I don't, I'm curious to see what the Lakers do with that lineup. I don't know if they, I think if they have LeBron on him, uh, it will be a little tougher. Uh, just from a physicality standpoint, but Mook can still get his shot over. But I still like Reggie against their their guards. Even I think Avery Bradley would give me the most concern, but I don't know how much they're gonna have they're gonna play Avery Bradley that game. So I believe that should about do it for this episode. Let's oh, but it. the most important part of these of these Clippers podcasts, are you excited for Euphoria Sunday? <sighs> Yes, Jack. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I I'm Team Maddie. I'm Maddie, still Team Maddie too. I like her. No, nah, Maddie's gonna whoop Cassie. It's it's not a question. It's it's no. I'd put more money on that than I put on Reggie right now. I gotta, yeah, I gotta stop gambling. I wonder if there are. I wonder if there's a site where there's like euphoria bets. No, there's not. We're not gonna find it. We're not gonna go too too deep. It's just <laughs> it's just a show. We shouldn't even be mentioning it on a weekly. It's more basis. than a show. It's nope. way more than a show. Nope. We have to stop. We should stop right now. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you appreciate uh, all the work we put in. We appreciate all the support, everything you guys um, do to let us know how good the episodes are how bad the episodes are we haven't heard yet but we need some <laughs> eventually but thank you guys as always for supporting once again jack where can they find you on twitter jack clippers on twitter i love all of you and then i'm uh john at courtside underscore clips uh you can find our editor uh clippers content at clippers content um once again thank you guys again enjoy the long week without basketball get some rest. And as always, go Clips. Yes, sir.